welcome, welcome, my beautiful melanated family. This is Lala, and I come in peace to bring you this gift of knowledge. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whichever time you're listening to this podcast. I pray that this truth resonates with your spirit as you feel our ancestors through my words as I tell you their stories. How was your day today? Did you have a positive, productive day? Did you take the time to give praise to the Most High? Well, if you haven't, let's give him his praise for waking us up this morning. Let's give him his praise for giving us another opportunity to make today better than yesterday. Yes, praise him. The Most High deserves all praises. Give him his due praise. Now, let's get into this topic of today's series. During this coronavirus pandemic, should we put our very precious lives in the U.S. government's hands? Can we trust the government considering the many horrific tragedies inflicted upon our ancestors by America's healthcare system that still continues today? Well, if you don't know the torture that our ancestors went through in the name of scientific racism, I'm here to inform you about it. I'm going to shine the light of truth on America's healthcare system because America loves to lie, hide, and deny the real truth when white supremacy is showing up in their healthcare system in its authentic form. Before I go on any further in this series, this is a warning and a disclaimer. This series is for educational purposes only. This will be a very heavy topic. It can get pretty graphic. This will make you sad. You might even get upset or it will make you angry. But I can guarantee that you will feel some type of way after this episode. You will walk away with knowing a little more than what you knew. This is our reality. We need to face our past in order to deal with what's going on this very present day and time. Parental discretion is advised. I'm not trying to promote hate of any kind. I am not promoting violence and I am not promoting racism, discrimination, retaliation, or protesting. I'm just presenting the facts, the truth of what America has done and continues to do to melanated people. Also, I am not a medical professional or a doctor, so please seek advice and help from a professional that you trust. I'm not advising anyone against any treatments or vaccinations. I'm just giving you information to seek out for yourselves. It's 
up to you on what works best for you and your family. Now that I have gotten that out of the way, let's get into this. Okay, fam. With this coronavirus and them coming up with this vaccination, my question to you is, can we really trust the U.S. government with our lives considering centuries of torturous sick and twisted experimentations all done without consent on our ancestors? Some of you will say, that's in the past, leave it in the past, or let it go. But I cannot. I cannot do that. Because I'm seeing that very same pattern of America's very dark, hidden past of what they've done to our ancestors resurfacing and repeating itself all over again. Do you want that same thing to happen to you, your family, or your friends? Today, today, fam, I'm going to give you something to ponder upon. Something to really think about. But before I go into telling these stories of our brave ancestors, just imagine. Imagine that it is you. Imagine. That you're experiencing the worst, horrific, torturous pain being afflicted upon your body. You can scream, but no one will help you. You can run away, and no one will save you. They'll catch you and bring you right back. If you try to fight back, they'll hold you down or tie you up to where you cannot move at all. As this human butcher proceeds to surgically remove your genitalia by performing a vaginal hysterectomy or a penectomy without any anesthetics or pain relief. Imagine. Imagine that These things are happening to your grandmother or your grandfather. What sympathy would you have towards them? Imagine that this is happening to your own mama. How would you help her? Imagine that this is your very own daughter. How would you comfort her? Because this is not a nightmare. It is real. Imagine that they're inflicting unbearable, nonstop pain from medical experimentation on your son, your innocent newborn baby. How would you ease his pain? Your dad. As you watch him suffer because he's had multiple operations without any anesthetics. Nothing. He's been cut open, probed with no bandages for his infected surgical wounds. What would you tell him? 
what would you say to him? How would you help him? Because you can't call the same human butcher doctor that did that to him. Or what about your husband or your wife as you watch them slowly die a violent, agonizing death from pieces of their brains being cut out with disfiguring face surgeries? How would you soothe them? How would you make their last moments on this earth comfortable? Just imagine any of your family members or friends being tortured and there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it. Nothing. How would you feel? If you watch them helplessly go through all this unbelievable pain, how would you feel? How would you show them compassion? How would you hide being scared for them? How would you hide your sadness and pain from them? Just sit back and really listen to these stories of our ancestors. Put yourself in their shoes. Put yourself in their stories of their real life nightmares. Tap into them. Feel their pain and agony. Feel them hurting. Their mental and physical suffering and discomfort Feel their helplessness and sorrow. Imagine. Just imagine. Fam, this fear that our people have about going to the doctor or the hospital when they are sick, especially our black men, that fear, oh yes, that fear is very much valid for so many reasons. That fear is why we don't trust America's healthcare system. This is rooted in our psyche today. This is because of the generational trauma our ancestors has passed down to us for centuries. I'll give you an example. I know y'all didn't have family members or even friends that refused to go to the doctor or the hospital. Their excuse for them not going is they don't want them cutting on them. They don't want them experimenting on them. They don't want them taking their organs, cutting off any body parts. They fear that they're going to kill them. They don't want to go because they're not sick or if they do go, they'll come back with the sickness that the doctor injected them with or come back sicker before they went. Or simply, the hospital or that doctor won't do everything that they can to save them because they are black. But we could clearly see that they were sick and in pain. But no matter how much we fussed and raised hell with them, they would still be stubborn until finally 
it gets so bad that they don't have a choice and it lands them in the hospital where they don't want to be but by then it's too late they waited too long to get treatment or there was little to nothing that they could do for them so we be thinking that they were being selfish or crazy or old-fashioned because a lot of the times it often was our elders that felt that way we would get mad at them because they didn't want to go but we didn't understand or couldn't even imagine what they have seen or heard the horrific stories and their days of people that went to the hospital or the doctor and the things that happened to them or they didn't come back at all so they were scared they didn't go to the doctor or the hospital because they were scared little did we know that a hundred percent of our ancestors fear and excuses was true it was absolutely true and those things actually happened to our ancestors and they carried these fears with them for centuries it's in our dna some of you may know people or it may even be you that fears going to the doctors or hospitals that's the reason for that fear now let's get into these facts fam the truth this information that i'm about to present to you comes from the u.s government documents of medical experimentation on black people this information was once considered a secret by the u.s government a lot of this torturing and butchering was done on our ancestors without their consent did you know that america considered black people to be three-fifths of a human being black people was considered lower than a dog lower than any animal so they felt free to use abuse and discard our ancestors in any way that they pleased i think that this was their way to justify the evil that they were inflicting upon our ancestors so if they associated a black person of not being human that way they wouldn't feel bad or feel any guilt at all and they still carry that same degenerate mentality towards black people today melanated family remember like i said earlier imagine well now imagine these gentile surgeons they would crack open newborn black babies and black children's brains just to look around they would pierce poke and probe with unsterilized ice pick like medical instruments they would perform operations on enslaved melanated women let me emphasize something here all of this happened to melanated people around the world you know how the gentiles like to say that they experienced slavery like ours in a minute i'm not denying the slavery of the gentiles but y'all slavery was different but these operations 
that were performed on our ancestors were all without anesthetics. This was before anesthetics was invented and after anesthetics was invented. And they used anesthetics only on white people because their pea brain minds, black people didn't feel any pain. So they would surgically remove black people's genitalia. They would perform amputations, remove their bones, expose them to radiation, crack their brains open while they were still alive, put them in boiling hot water, bury their bodies while they were still alive, and drain the blood out of their bodies. Those sick and twisted acts upon our ancestors sound just like some Hollywood torture scary movie that we would see today. But there was nothing Hollywood about this. Now you see where they get these sick and twisted ideas for these Hollywood torture scary movies. This was real. Real life torture and pain inflicted upon our ancestors. They would actually put our ancestors in cages with animals. Because remember, we're three-fifths of a human being and they still look at us the same way today. Why do you think that they still hunt us down like animals and kill us in the streets? With no remorse or feeling of guilt, nor any of them held accountable for their wicked actions because we come from those seeds of those very same people that they consider three-fifths of a human being. Please forgive me, fam. It's just this really hurts. I feel my ancestors' pain when I tell their stories. I tap into them and I can feel them through my body. And forgive me if I pause or if I sniffle or it's just, it's getting to me. But their stories, they have to be told. We have to know. That little bit of information that I just told you are some of the medical experiments on our ancestors and their children. But the babies are beautiful, black, innocent babies. Those people that done all these wicked things to our ancestors, babies and children, are the same seeds of people that we are taking our babies and children, our parents, our grandparents, people that we love, including ourselves. We take them to get immunizations, vaccinations, operations, physicals, and checkups. And some of them 
Muslims still have that same backwards racist mentality today. And we trust them with our very lives. That bothers me. It bothers me to my soul. But what other choice do we have? In the past, we built our own cities and towns where we had our own hospital, things that we needed to survive as a people. But America's racism was so strong that they destroyed our ancestors' communities, towns and cities by hate, burning them down to the ground. Google Black Wall Street. Read about it. That's always happened to our ancestors. And there's no telling how many other towns or cities that they've burned down like that. Sorry, fam, for going off topic. It's just our ancestors have been through so much. And they got so much more and so many more stories that need to be discovered and told. Our true history, they hide it from us. It's up to us to rediscover it. It's up to us to tell their stories. We need to tell it to the younger generation so they will know where they come from, so they will know of the struggles of their ancestors and why this world is the way it is toward them today. This pain is real, fam. This pain is really, really real, my melanated family. But I'm going to get back on topic. And um, I got some more stories and information to tell you. Um, so I'm going to start with... There was this American physician by the name of Dr. James Marion Sims, or J. Marion Sims. I hate to call this man a doctor, because he was a sadistic human butcher. So instead of Dr. Sims, I'll just call him Butcher Sims. Some of you women may have heard of him because America considers Butcher Sims a pioneer in the field of surgery. He's known as the father of modern gynecology. He developed techniques and tools used to improve reproductive examinations for women. And this was during the 19th century. So... We talking like mid 1800s when he started his career as a butcher, butchering black bodies, especially black women and children. Then he would perfect this butchering skill by the 19th century, but more on his torturous works on black women in the next episode. This human butcher 
practice his torture on the plantations in Alabama. He would blame enslaved mothers for the deaths of their own newborn babies because he felt that the mothers didn't have morals or intelligence, so that was the reason that the baby would die. When the cause of the deaths was from bacterial infections from butcher sims, unwashed hands, unsanitized medical equipment, and the filthy shack conditions provided by the slaveholders. The slaveholders would put their slave living quarters in close proximity to their animals because they didn't want black people's filth and disease to affect their white families. Did you hear me, fam? Did you just hear what I said? Let me repeat that. They didn't want black people filth and disease to affect their white family. Now, this is where I got to put my two cents in. I'm just saying. Y'all... These Europeans got the nerve to call black people filthy as if Europeans were clean people. Because y'all living, and y'all was living, raw and nasty. Because Europeans up until the mid-19th century, there was no cleaning agents or even the notion of personal hygiene. Y'all been unclean and filthy for a long, long, long time. And it wasn't until the Moors came around and taught the Euro- European, excuse me, taught the European society about personal hygiene practices. If it wasn't for them, y'all still be living foul and in filth. I just had to get that out there. But anyway, Butcher Sims had many patients, but he reserved his torturous experiments for black babies, children, and women. There was a neuromuscular disorder that caused convulsions and muscle spasms. This condition was common amongst enslaved children. It was caused by vitamin D deficiency, lack of calcium, and malnutrition. But genius Butcher Sims thought it was due to displacement of their skull bones during childbirth. So, he would take only the black babies from their mothers to inflict his horrific, torturous acts upon newborn black babies. He would use a welded crook owl, pierced it into the incision that he made into the newborn's baby scalp. How many of y'all know what a crook owl is? Look it up on Google. It's spelled A-W-L. So, C-R-O 
O-K-E-D Crooked L A W L The best way that I can describe this medical instrument it looks like a ice pick or a shank are you getting the idea here he would use that to pry newborn skulls into new position in his attempt he based this on a freaking scientific myth a myth y'all not facts but a myth these barbaric people thought the bones and black baby skulls were not like white baby skulls. They thought that black baby skulls grew together at a faster rate than white babies, which they thought black baby's brain had no space to develop properly or grow. of their skull when they were born so because of this they felt it caused a childlike brain in adulthood and low intelligence oftentimes they're not the baby would die because butcher sims sick and twisted procedures but butcher sims would blame the baby's deaths on the mothers and the midwives that took care of the babies. Ain't that something? Somebody should have drilled a damn hole in his head and then see how he'd survive that. Which brings me to the next story of our ancestor. This next victim's tragic story of horror brought upon him This happened in 1927 to a five-year-old little black boy. His name, Virtus Hardiman. Let's say our ancestor's name. Virtus Hardiman, spelled V-E-R-T-U-S. Virtus Hardiman. H-A-R-D-I-M-A-N. He was from Lila Station, Indiana. Look that up. Look that place up, fam. There's some of our history that took place there as well. The founded fathers of that town there was two brothers, freed black men, Joshua and Sanford Lilas from Tennessee. Okay, fam, let me get back into this story. I just wanted to give you a little background on that place because, like I said, we do have some history there, so check it out. But back to uh, Mr. Virtus. So, as a child, Mr. Virtus, this man was experimented on with radiation. Yeah, you heard me right. Radiation. These devils use radiation on this baby. 
Can you imagine that being your son or your daughter and they were using radiation on them? What would you have done in that situation? And there were 10 other black children involved in this horrific government experience with little Virtus being the youngest. The county hospital officials approached the parents of those 10 children. They lied to them, just flat out lied. They told the parents that there was a new treatment for a fungal infection, ringworms. Our ancestors had no idea. They didn't know that their babies were going to be experimented on. These black children were a human experiment for extreme radiation. These babies were exposed to high levels of radiation. Many of these children were left with head traumas and disfiguring scars on their little scalps. This, exper this experimentation, it was hidden from the public's eye. As a result of this child abuse, because that's what it was, child abuse. They had to wear wigs, hats, and beanies to cover up their disfigured heads. And Mr. Virtus, he was affected the worst by this radiation experiment. He was affected the worst physically because for the rest of our dear elder's life, the bone matter in his skull slowly dissolved, leaving him with a disfiguring, deformed head with a great bean hole at the top of his head. He would disguise this gaping hole in his head with toupees, hats, wigs, and beanies. This is how bad our elder had it. Listen to this family. Listen, every single day, he had to spend an hour, a whole hour, that's 60 minutes of his day, changing his bandages and dressing his wound on his head. Lord, my heart cries for this beautiful man. He didn't complain. He never complained about it. What was done to him? He kept it to himself for 70 years. Do you hear me? 70 years. He kept this secret. This man didn't have any anger towards those monsters that did that to him. None. Not a hateful bone in his body. These are his words. Quote, If I am angry, my prayers will not be answered because my heart is not right. Fam, this was our ancestor, our elders. We can most definitely learn a lot from our elder, Mr. Virtus. He died a millionaire at 85 years old. What a wonderful, melanated man. Mm. 
You can find out more details about his story at www.holeinthehead.com. Hey fam, y'all still with me? All right. Well, here's another experiment that was done on our black boys. This experiment was called the Finfluoramine Experiment. It took place in New York City between 1992 and 1997 at the New York Psychiatric Institute. There were 34 children involved in this experiment, all whom were 6 to 10-year-old black boys or Hispanic boys. They were given this fenfluramine to test a theory that violent or criminal behavior may be predicted by levels of certain brain chemicals. It was the black boys who were singled out for this very dangerous drug experiment. And their protocol, which indicate only black boys are eligible, white boys are not. They targeted these babies through a letter that was sent out to the parents who had a child in the juvenile criminal system. But they wanted to target the younger brothers of these juveniles that they had there in their corrupt criminal system. The family court officials gave this confidential information of probation records to the state psychiatric institutes. In case you didn't know what fenfluramine is, it is a weight control drug that was banned in the U.S. by the FDA in 1997. But the FDA gave the go-ahead to use this drug in this study on these black boys. This is a dangerous drug. It causes heart valve damages. It's a neurotoxic. It causes death to brain cells in the studies that were done on animals, so they say. So, why did they give this drug to these babies? Why? I'll tell you in one word. Racism. And that's what America's healthcare system was founded upon, was racism. Okay, fam. This is the last experiment that I'm going to tell you about in this episode. Um, It's just so much information that's out there of these experiments that's happened to our ancestors. But what I will do, because I know I won't be able to get it all in this particular episode, nor cover it all in this series that I'm doing. But I will give you references to where you can go and get this information. Pretty much where I went and I got my information and did my own research. So that's something that you're going to have to do, fam. Research it for yourself. It's good to get information, but it's even better to seek it out for yourself and read it for your own self. Okay? Good. So, this last one 
is about a Mississippi neurosurgeon by the name of Orlando J. Andy. He was doing this experimentations in the 60s and the 70s. He was taking institutionalized young black boys and cutting out parts of their brain. His reasoning for doing that was they had behavioral problems. Hmm. This butcher was a neurologist, not a psychologist. He was conducting brain surgery on black children that were not ill. He was conducting brain surgery on black boys with no evidence of any illnesses. Nothing except his own lying statements that the boys had behavioral problems. These babies' parents were removed from this experiment, meaning there was no consent given by the parents for this experiment because they were institutionalized. So fam, I'm going to ask you that same question again. Should we trust the U.S. government with our precious lives? Should we trust them with our melanated children lives? You see, fam, the CDC, the FDA, all levels of government, these private corporations and pharmaceutical companies have been ongoing history of concealing serious health risks and experimentations on melanated people. And now we got the government and the same organizations working on this coronavirus vaccine. Listen, and listen well. We need to pay closer attention to their past actions. Because the playbook hasn't changed. The players in the faces just changed. Don't get it twisted. Some of our own are playing on the other team. And just remember, all skin folk ain't kin folk. We trust in these same people to come up with this vaccine for this coronavirus. But did you notice how they keep pushing the narrative that black people are the ones suffering more than anybody from this coronavirus? Where's the numbers at? The real numbers. Because they don't have the raw numbers to back up what they are saying. They're pushing the narrative hard to make us the face of this virus. So why now, all of a sudden, America is so concerned about black people? When y'all didn't give a damn about us, when y'all were experimenting upon us, remember the Tuskegee experiment? Or what about how the president of this country let black people suffer for days without food or water after Hurricane Katrina? Or what about how They suffered and are still suffering in Flint, Michigan because of your government intentionally exposing black people to lead in their drinking water. So tell me, what has America done for us to trust them? Wake up! Wake up! Wake up!
attention. Look around. Read. Pick up a book. But stop sitting there in ignorance. We are being destroyed because our lack of knowledge, love for self, and love for each other. Please wake up.